Okay, welcome. Um, I don't know if I... I think I say like, hey, welcome to this recording or something. Um, in the beginning of the first portion of the actual episode. I, I don't want to call it an episode, but yeah, an episode. Um, fair warning in the middle. I abruptly stopped the first part just because somebody was stomping around up here and my room is right next to the stairs and it's really loud. So yeah, I stopped and I picked up, um, yeah, I don't really know. This is the introduction. Um, I hope you enjoy this. I hope you can, did you hear my arm pop? That was great. Um, I hope you enjoy this. I hope you can listen to this while you're relaxing or just, you know, hang out. I don't know. Um, thank you for listening to this. And yeah, let's go into the, the, the actual recording. Okay. Peace. Okay. So I was planning on going to sleep pretty early tonight, but that's definitely not happening. Um, I've just been laying in my bed for probably an hour or so, just looking up at my ceiling and just <laughs> laying there, um, and I'm having trouble sleeping, so I, um, came over here and felt like it was right to do this, um, what are we at? It's currently, um, getting into the, the colder months, um, and with that comes a lot of fear, um, a lot of doubt, just with that comes a clouded mind for me, and I'm really worried about that. But I'm really trying to kind of, you know, be uplifting and positive about it. And I'm trying to combat that with with positive thinking and whatnot. Um, but yeah. Um, I wish I could talk to you one-on-one -on -one while doing this. Or have somebody else to speak to at this time. It's a little, it's it's a weird feeling just talking by myself in my room with just complete silence around me. And I don't know, I think this, this microphone picks up like everything that happens around me. So it's like, it's, I don't know how loud that was, but yeah. It's pretty sensitive. I don't have a pop filter or anything on it, so. But yeah. Um. I've been really trying to just keep a 
consistent vibe to this, um, a pretty quiet, calm vibe to it, so you can listen to this um, by yourself while you're doing something or just trying to relax or something. And this is why it makes it harder um, to speak by myself, because I want to know how you're doing. I want to talk to you personally when doing this. Um, and since that's not the case, it's hard for me to know exactly if what I'm saying is correct or what I should say and what I shouldn't say or anything like that. But I started this as a way to take what I'm feeling and put it out there in a form that maybe I could, if I spoke it, then I could understand it. So, that's what I'm doing, I guess. Um, yeah. I haven't recorded in a pretty long time usually I know I have just about five I think this is going to be the sixth one that's going to be pushed out I know in it in just under a year I've had just five of these out but I promise you that there's been hundreds of drafts well Probably not hundreds of drafts. I would say under 150. Um, and I had a plan to push these out, but I really just kind of dropped the ball on that and decided that I didn't want to have this structured. Whenever I felt it was right to do this. This is what I wanted to do. Um, I didn't want to stick to a plan. And I think it's best for me to take a lot of time in between these. So I have more to speak on. I apologize if you can hear the cars in the background around this time at night every single night people just race on the street behind me it's always really loud so yeah so to bring to bring it back to I think I spoke about it just very very lightly in the beginning it's been pretty bad for me and I don't say that for pity I don't say that for sympathy or anything along those lines I I, I want to say this stuff because I want to speak in detail about these things to let you know that if there's something that you're feeling that I'm feeling that you're not really alone in that Um, the feeling of being hated. The feeling of 
anxiety, the feeling of constantly overthinking every single move that you do, every single thought that goes through your head, all these things. Um, I just want you to know that there's people out there that really can relate to it, even the smallest things. And also the smallest things are still important. The little things that you're feeling are still important. It's not just the big things. It's not just the general topics. So for me recently, I've been very closed off. Just because I haven't had much incentive to get out and do much. I've been really trying to do my part as best as I can with just staying indoors and respecting guidelines and everything like that. And and with that has come a lot of isolation and a lot of sadness. Me personally, when I'm not physically around people I love or people I care for, it really takes a big toll on me. Um, a major, major toll on me. When I'm not around friends, it sucks. So, I've been trying to keep myself busy and I've been trying to do things around here, but nothing's really been working. I've been watching shows and movies and stuff, and for a small amount of time that works, and I can kind of get lost in what I'm watching, but the second it's over, um, I can get really down again. Uh, my eye bags are crazy. Right now. Um, and that sucks. I have a headache currently, so that's it's great. Um Yeah. Um to go back on the whole feeling hated thing, before I speak on these things, I just want to say that in no way am I saying that this is true. This is my brain telling me things and me figuring out some way to believe it, and it sucks. But I always figure out some way to, even if it's not logical, and that's just... I don't know, but recently I've been feeling, and this happens a lot, I've been feeling very hated. Um, 
I've, I felt ignored. Um, and it's just, it sucks that I have to feel that way. I'm not saying that that's the reality of things, but it's just, it really makes me feel bad. And it's a constant battle with myself. It's not really anybody in particular. It's really just me battling with my own thoughts about these things and interpretations. But I do think that with people that I care about, if I have little communication with them for long periods of time, little to no communication for long periods of time, it takes a major toll on me more than I could even explain because I think it stems from somewhere in when I was being raised, but separation is very hard for me. Um, I always feel comfortable when I'm speaking to somebody or I have that thought that somebody's around. Um, that's why I've always wanted to be that person for somebody else, for anybody else. I want to be that person that they can they can go to and, and just that they know that I'm around. Either that be, you know, if not physically all the time, I'm always around and they can always speak to me at any moment's notice. And I will listen to them wholeheartedly and fully. And I do these things and I, I act the way I act because I want that. I've wanted that for me, and I've gotten that for me, and I'm so grateful for that. This is not me saying that I haven't, because I really have. I can differentiate between what my brain is making me believe and what's real. I know that I have friends in this world who care. I know that I have people in my life that cherish times of me and I do the same with them and I love them um, more than I could ever put into words and more than I could ever put into any action or anything so there's no real point well there is a real point and I try to make that known a lot that I truly love the people that are around me and in my life, no matter if that's somebody who I speak to rarely or not as much or somebody that I speak to every single day. And I, I really don't like how my brain is making me think that the closest people in my whole life don't want me around because I know that's not true but there's always that thing in the back of your head where it's like well what 
what if it is? What if in some circumstance, some, somehow it is true in some way? Sorry if you can hear my stomach, I'm hungry as well, but what, what if it's true? There's always that what if in my head. It's never definite. It's never, well, I know this isn't true, so I'll move on. I can't, I can't do that. I can't always just say, well, yeah, this is this, this is the reality, move on. There's always something that my brain has to do. Um, and I do think that it's just from past things and the season and stuff like that, because around this time last year was the worst time of my entire life. Um, and that at the moment that is being topped, but I'm okay. I just think mentally it's the worst time that I've had um, trying to weed out the doubt and everything in my head. I've had, I'm having more difficult time this year than I did last year with that, but last year was a crazy time. But I hope that this makes sense when I say it, but in the middle of the, th the events that transpired last year that I had to, that I went through and all that, in that moment, I never thought that I would able be able to recover. I thought that I was going to be down in the trenches and just low for the rest of my life. But as time went on, and it took a very, very, very long time, um, and it's, I'm still, it's still not always out of my mind. It still takes up a good portion, but I am able to say that I have the ability to say that that's not leading my life anymore and depicting and making decisions for me. If that makes sense. So I guess what I'm trying to say is even in the times that you think in no way, there's no way that you will ever be able to recover. I promise you that if, that over time, if you give yourself distance, that at some point, I can't say that it will be soon. In between, I can't 
predict how long it'll take, but I promise you that at some point, your mindset will begin to change. And that makes me really proud of myself because I'm able to say that that doesn't control my life anymore. And the thought of everything doesn't control my life anymore. Although it still is in my head, it doesn't control it as much as it did. And I think the reason that it doesn't is because of the people that I have connected with over this past year. And how I haven't kept everything internal to where I go into a breaking point and I just completely explode and freak out. It's happened a few times, but it's not happened as much. I give credit to people who I became friends with over this past year. And if you're listening to this, you know who you are, or you should know who you are, and no no amount of words will that I can say will be ever, ever be able to to express how thankful and grateful I am for you and how much I love you and care for you and appreciate you. No, nothing that I say will be enough to, to express how much you all mean to me. That's why I, I want to keep saying that this is a battle with myself and my own head. This is not me trying to put anybody else under for anything. Okay. Sorry for the, um, the abrupt ending to that portion. It got a little loud around here, so. But as I was saying, And before I go into that, don't, don't expect any crazy, you know, smooth transitions or anything. This is very, this is just a raw recording. I don't edit this or anything. I do these in 30 minute takes or 30 minute parts um, or so, 20 to 30 minute parts. Okay. As I was saying, the people that I've met in this past year and the people before that 
basically I'm trying to say the closest people in my life right now never will be able to understand how much of a role they play in my life. And that if I didn't have them, that a piece of me would be taken with them. Taken with their leave. So again, thank you so much. Um, you know who, who you are if you're listening to this. If anybody listens to this. Hopefully I'll get this one out. Um, but yeah. Um, never, never fear or never feel ashamed of your vulnerability. Everybody's vulnerable at some point. This entire idea, this entire podcast thing is an example of that. And it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be able to say that, hey, you know, maybe I'm just not on, or I'm not doing the greatest right now. Or, it's okay to say, this is a really bad time. And explain why it is a really bad time. For you, if it is. Don't throw out your mental side things that you're thinking, the way that you think, sometimes there's more sadness than there is happiness in life, and that's okay. Okay, let's take this another direction. So, I haven't really gotten out of the house much lately, as I said earlier. And I've been trying to find a lot of interesting shows and stuff. But... My attention span with TV shows is pretty low, so it's, it's kind of been difficult. But what I can say is that recently, on and off, I've been watching American Horror Story again. And I've tried to watch it multiple times, but I've never gotten past the second episode. And recently, I finally sat down and I was like, I'm going to do it. And it's really pulled me in. I'm very interested in it. Just because it's so weird. And there's so many things that you don't expect. 
even in the slightest to happen, that, that makes me more interested if I'm watching a show that, or if I'm watching a movie that I can kind of anticipate what's going to happen, or what's most likely going to happen, then my interest in that movie can kind of dwindle, or that TV show. For American Horror Story, when I think something's happening, so if, an, if a scene's going on and I, in my head, I'll be like, oh, this has to happen, or I'll really dig deep to figure out what's going to happen, and then nope, no, that's just not what happens, um, but yeah, if you like very dark and gritty and horror and I mean, you've probably heard of, you've heard of American Horror Story. It's not a probably you've heard of it. You've probably watched it at some point. Um, I would definitely recommend it. It's taken me by surprise somewhat. I'm very interested in it. Also, I think I've spoken about it in another one of these previously. Ozarks. Ozarks is one of my favorite. It. It's the best TV show that I've watched on Netflix by far. The writing in that show is phenomenal. The acting in that show is dark, gritty, emotional. It's just some of the best writing and acting that I've ever seen in, in any piece of film either it be movies or tv shows it is a phenomenal show and if you talk about getting your mind wrapped up and folded and completely crumpled and thrown around that show will do it to you it is a phenomenal show i can't say enough good things about it and you've probably heard about that as well that show as well um, for a long time, I got into Hulu, and of course, I watched like Bob's Burgers, Futurama, and all that um, on and off. But I also started watching like a lot of medical TV shows um, from time to time. But this was a little bit ago. I haven't watched it in a while. I don't really have, don't really watch Hulu anymore. But Hulu has a lot of those like firefighter shows, police shows, and doctor shows and stuff I one thing that I might pull it pull the plug on is starting Grey's Anatomy but hold on hold on hold on chill 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 that's that's I've heard so much about that show isn't there like there's like 20 seasons or something I don't know there's so many seasons The thing that gets me is when I start a show, I really try and dig deep to finish it, even if I don't like it. So with something like Grey's Anatomy, if I was to start that show, and let's say throughout the first season I didn't like it, it will feel ter- I will feel terrible if I don't get through it, and that's weird. I don't know if anybody else is like that. Make sure to drop a comment down below. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. I don't even know if you can even do that. Um, 
but I don't know if like if anybody else is like that where that's also me with reading too if I start a book I do everything in my power to finish that book even if I don't like it or even if I don't fully like it or like a lot of things in it same thing with movies same things with tv shows a few months back I started um Oh, I don't know what it's called. How am I, wait a minute, how am I missing what this show's called? This is crazy, I'm gonna get dogged for this. Riverdale, Riverdale. I started Riverdale and I, I've watched like, four episodes of it and honestly I was kind of interested it kind of was interesting I don't know why I don't I think it was just it's so bad that it's good I didn't really believe that but a lot of people said that and I, I believe that now but I haven't watched it for like four months so I don't even know if I'll dust that bad boy off I probably won't even go back to that but if you're listening to this and you know me personally, please tell me, give me some some interesting movies or interesting TV shows to watch or something, anything, any genre, I'll, I'll watch them. I'm always up to watch something new. I've been watching a lot of foreign TV shows, um, a lot of German shows, um, Japanese shows. China, like, really Asia, is really good at making zombie movies and zombie shows. I think it's called Kingdom. Let me see. I got my phone here. I'm going to go on Netflix. I think it's called Kingdom, but it was amazing yeah kingdom it's so good the acting the zombies are crazy it's so so good let's just take a look at my currently watching Um, I'm watching Sherlock right now. That's really weird because it's like movie length episodes and it's like three to four episodes per season of like an hour and 30 minutes per. I kind of like it, but yeah. Um, Daredevil, currently watching that. House of Cards, I've already watched that, but I'm rewatching that. Um, because I, I like it, obviously, but it's really just like the first and second and third season. Yeah, the first three seasons I, I enjoy um, more than the final few. Um, Criminal Minds, 
barbarians. Barbarians is like a it's a German like Viking show. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it's my little rant about Netflix. Not really a rant, but just a tangent about Netflix. When I when I can get hooked on a show, I I can get like I will get pulled in so hard to it. Um, the one hundred, I loved that, and I think there's a new season that just came out, but of the one hundred, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm kind of done with the show. I've watched like all six seasons before. Um, I binged it. I've never binged a show as much as I binged the one hundred hours on end every day i would watch that like two years ago um but yeah i'm gonna look at my unsolved mysteries i'm gonna look at my um saved my list yeah unsolved mysteries is amazing um that's really cool hannibal Started watching Hannibal a while back. A while back. I tried to watch Money Heist, but I don't know. The Ted Bundy tapes is great. I want to watch The Devil all the time. I need to watch that. Arrested Development. I love Arrested Development. <laughs> um, I have a lot of like docu series on here. Mind Hunter. Yeah. Immigration Nation. That's amazing. That made me so mad. Um, for good reason. I was so mad when I watched that, but it, just, it makes me sad too. That's that's so good though. I definitely recommend Immigration Nation if you want to get a glimpse into how the United States immigration system is um, on a human level um, actually there um, it's terrible um, yeah I've been trying to watch more Disney plus but Disney plus makes me really sad because it's just nostalgia like I'll watch like all the older Toy Story, the original Toy Story, Toy Story 2, 3, can't watch 4. Um, I'm going to probably go back and watch the Cars movies and stuff at some point and Pirates of the Caribbean and all that. But yeah, I definitely need to watch some more Disney+. Plus. Um... Yeah, I'm just kind of going all over the place now. Trying to kill time. It's very dark in here. Um, I don't know how I'm going to fall asleep at a good time once I'm done with this, but hopefully I'll, I'll be able to. 
I'll probably like one. I don't even know. But yeah. Um, what are some other things I can speak about? Um, that'd be so funny if I could have like special guests on here, like friends and stuff. And oh man, we'd be so crazy. I don't know if I already spoke about this before, but um, a while ago I found like these old stories that I wrote um, when I was in elementary. Um, and they're so funny. There's one that was about this uh, monkey and its family. And I thought it was so good. I thought it was such a success that I made a sequel. I don't know what the sequel is or all of it, but literally the the first one was like five pages and i was like oh masterpiece and i announced the sequel and i thought it'd be high demand stuff and then there's one where it's a story about a hockey player um because i liked hockey a lot when i was young yeah that's really random but i just found those a while back and it's very interesting when you find things from years ago like elementary if you're a high school student or a college student and you find things that you made in elementary it's so crazy it's really sad honestly like for me um but yeah i I have a lot of old photos and I gathered them all up and I put them in a box and then I put them in my closet and from time to time I'll come over here and I'll sit down and take the box out and I'll look at them and I'm try to remember what I was doing in that moment, how I felt in that moment. Also another thing. Um, this just popped up in my head. Sophomore year, um, freshman, sophomore year, I would, so during school, I would, um, what do you call it? I would take pictures. Don't know why that took me so long. Um, when I was having like slight panic attacks or something. Um, and I have a few and I remember that like it just in classes or if I was really heated, like hot physically or physically heated, like sweating and stuff. Or if I just was very nervous or anxious, I would take a picture of me in that moment. And it's weird because, you know, with the Snapchat memories and stuff, um, years will go by and they'll pop back up as a memory. Like two years ago today, one year ago today, three years ago today. And they'd pop up and I, I'll look at them and I'll remember exactly how I was feeling in that moment or in those moments. I don't know why I, I did that. I just instantly went to like, okay, I'm going to take this picture. I'm going to capture this. I'm going to capture this feeling and how I was in this moment. And then 
future me can see this and be like, hey, you know, this is this is how it was in that moment. Um, and yeah, anxiety was definitely huge freshman, sophomore year, and, you know, somewhat junior year. Um, I think it was the worst, probably, freshman year. And then near the end of sophomore year, Um, I don't know if anybody's the same, but with all my years, starting school, um, with normal years, the first, like, month or two is always amazing for me, and I always feel like I want to go to school, and then, and then over time, as we get into around this time of the year and the colder months and stuff, it just kind of slowly, I don't know if you can hear that motorcycle, okay, buddy. Um, it slowly, in the beginning, slowly starts to go downhill, and then it just completely, like, I plummet. And then for a portion of the year, it's just really bad, and then near the end of the year, I come back up. It's either I come back up and I'm, like, feeling really good, or I'm just feeling terrible throughout the rest of the year. Anxiety is so complex and it's so confusing and it's just it's so mind-boggling and everybody deals with it in some way and it's just it's fascinating to me um yeah um i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna wrap this up and try and get to bed here I don't know when this is going out, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get it out there for sure. Again, if I haven't said it already, thank you uh, for taking the time to hear me talk. Um, I always try not to push this out everywhere just because I don't want it to seem like I'm being like, hey, come over here, listen to me speak, or something like that, because I guess this is really just for people who, who want to listen, and that's how I want it to be, and I appreciate you, you, I appreciate you listening to this right now, and I love you, you're, you're a great person. Um, even if you don't think it, you're a great person. And if you're backed up on homework and you're procrastinating homework right now, do do the homework. I promise you, you'll feel so much better if you get it done. And also, once you're done with your homework, take a shower or like a bath or something to relax. And then after that, I'm guessing it's like, if it's night, then after that, like, get ready to, you know, get in pajamas or something, and then go and lay in your bed and, like, watch a nice movie or something. I don't know. But yes, don't procrastinate. I'm saying this also 
because I procrastinate and I don't want to. So, hey, don't procrastinate. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, again, thank you so much for listening to me speak. Um, you're an amazing person. I promise you, you are. Even at times, if you think, and everybody thinks it, even at times when you feel like, oh, you're not enough, or you're not anything, or you're not worth anything, I promise you, you are. And if you don't feel like it, I, I promise you, you're worth something to me. Um, and I love and appreciate you, and I hope you're having a good night, a good day. Um, and yeah. Okay, I'm going to sign off. So, don't procrastinate. Do your homework. Okay. Goodbye.